1: Like great that first half, just like the offense, but you got to keep playing. You got to finish. We had them right where we wanted them, and we did finish. What are you waiting for, huh?
0: What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What am I waiting for? What, waiting for? what, am, I waiting for? what am I waiting for?
1: What are you waiting for? for? You! I had my sights set on you know, going to L.A. 2-1, um, just like we all did. Um, that's why you don't think too far ahead, obviously. And what the hell were you thinking? You just got to play better football. and
0: got to finish. Wait. What are we waiting for? Our back end probably had their worst game of the year. Uh, and it was as simple a plan as it could be. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I'm just focused on me. I, I got to do a better job uh, protecting the football on, on a short, shallow route to give him the opportunity to get another field goal.
1: I just took it on purpose. Do them Matt Gay, pressure got to him, and they missed. The kicking woes in Tampa continue again.
0: Welcome to the Real Bucks Talk podcast. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Follow Real Bucks Talk on all social media platforms. I'm your host, Michael Plus, and join, as always, Mark Ramirez, my co host and mark yesterday was i mean we've seen it probably a million times that's a game we've all experienced unfortunately um and that and i gotta talk about that intro because that's probably one of the best intros (laughs) ever (laughs) but i mean it it said everything in that intro um but i'll let you i'll let you take it away
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the biggest laugh we'll get from this weekend but um yeah it was sad it was a blueprint i said it in twitter it's a blueprint way to set up a rise for a rookie quarterback that everyone's gonna think is so awesome but really it's how bad we played in the second half i mean you couldn't 10 to 28
0: yeah and played, then you played, just you just didn't show up second half played pretty much a perfect first half and then second half it was like we just went into a shell of ourselves and said oh let's not play to lose and I don't know what happened, but the game plan itself just went completely opposite for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, it was a
1: combination of mentality, coaching, everything, and just
0: no urgency. Yeah, everything. And maybe
1: momentum played, but still, like if you're that much of a superior team, mm-hmm. which we pretty much were, we're right. there was mismatches like we talked about before all over the damn field. Yeah. OJ was utilized in the first half. I don't even know where the hell he was in the second half. Yeah. He was blocking damn well, don't get me wrong. And it's not his fault. Right. They just didn't give him the damn ball. Yeah. Mike Evans looked like a god the first half. What happens? They don't even think about him. Or they they just forgot what the hell worked the first few rounds. Like, yeah, it was stupid. And then the running the ball works. Then you would think, okay, use that to your – no, we'll talk about that later. Mm. But coaching has just as much to blame as the players. Right. As Just as much as Matt Gay. Just as much as – James Winston for throwing the interception. But give me your first emotional opinion
0: about the game, yeah. and then
1: we'll go into our analysis.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just frustrating because this is the second time already this year that we've given up games. I mean, this team should be. And it's at home. And it's at home. Like, these are games you have to win. You can't lose at home. I can understand if this is on the road, which we're going to be on the road for the next you know, 700 years, it seems like. But, I mean, and maybe that's a good thing. I don't know because, I mean, maybe they play better on the road. Obviously, they have their only win on the road. But it's just mind-blowing that this team, like, for whatever reason, why are you not going for the 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 kill? Like, why are you not putting this team away? Why are you not trying to score 50? Why are you not trying to score 60 when easily you could have? You could have easily put up another 30 points to put it, you know, just put it away. Who gives a fuck that your defense gave up a touchdown on the first play of the game in the second half? But like you got to keep going. Like what is this? And what happened to no risk, it, no biscuit? And all of a sudden we we get we're playing afraid, we're playing scared. You have the ball inside the the 25 times and you only score one touchdown? That, that's pathetic. I mean, but yeah, I mean, from an emotional standpoint, I was a wreck yesterday after the game, because like I had a I had to turn on some type of like good feeling movie or something. I watched like a comedy, and then I finally went to sleep.
1: And then I was I was
0: tossing and churning in, in the bed like throughout the night because I was having nightmares because of like just the Bucks, man. Like it's just stupid. Like why do they do this to us? Like there's no reason for it. Like.
1: And it's it's funny. It's like only the Bucks would do something like that.
0: They make it so damn hard. Like, why does this have to be hard? Why can't they take the easy way and just be smart about it? And take advantage of what's there. Why are we not going to O. J. Howard and Mike Evans, who were both six five, six six, can't be guard in the in the red zone, and we don't even give them the ball, not even an opportunity, not even a look. What happened to the fucking fade route to Mike Evans that is an easy completion for a touchdown when he's facing a five foot nothing Jenkins? Like, come on now. Yeah, and then I mean, so... Sorry for my language, but no, Jesus. rightfully
1: so. You're up 28 to 10 at half. Everyone knows you're the better team. Yeah. And then you just give it up, and Daniel Jones looks like Tom Brady. Yeah. The next coming of Tom Brady. Yeah. And he looks like Matt Castle's twin. He stuff. does. He does. Yes, Daniel Jones made some good throws. He made some excellent like throws. Throw so you've got to give him credit. Like Hargraves and Mike Edwards perfect were sandwiched. Perfect Yeah. Yeah, perfect throw. I mean, there's some deep throws he did on the run, too. I was like, geez, this is yeah. a pretty good throw. But still, a lot of it is... Our fault, mm. terrible assignments. But to be organized, as we've been getting off track from some podcasts. Yeah, let's start with the offenses negatives first. We're gonna go all over every negative we saw. Okay, because we just want to get the anger out first, and we'll talk positives later. But okay, negatives of the offense. Let me start. Okay, first half was a beautiful display on the offense. I'm not talking special teams. Offense was. There were beautifully designed plays, beautifully designed runs, beautiful, beautifully designed red zone. Mike Evans, the Larry Fitzgerald touchdown catch, just utilizing one on one matchups. OJ, Mike Evans, Mike Evans, that we're just mentioning. You were just mentioning easy, easy concepts, giving your your guy the chance to catch the ball when you know he's five six inches taller than other guy. Easy matchups. Second half, they totally forgot what the hell just got them there, what worked. Got, like you said, bitch ball. Conservative. That's on coaching. That's all on co- I don't give a shit about the players saying, oh, even if they thought they were, oh, we're thinking two on one going into LA. First of all, that mentality is bullshit. Second of all, what gives you any goddamn right to think that you can do? I'm sorry to swear like that. What gives you any right to think? You, you're already a winner when you've been a laughingstock of the NFL for years. right? Probably 10 years. No one thinks you're going to win a game. You're like, you're going to claim yourself a winner off of one half against the Giants because they're 0-2 and you have one damn win? Pathetic, first of all. Right. And that that's the whole team. That's not just one player. That's the whole damn team. You've got to earn your right to be called a winner. And you're not a winner yet, obviously. Point example. Right. But still... The players got to run what the coach is calling. The coach didn't call shit for them to do anything on offense. It was, the, for a better term, like you say, bitch ball. I'll let you continue.
0: Yeah, negatives for me, and there was some negatives in the first half. Obviously, they didn't take advantage of the red zone. They were one for five, I believe. Um, for the whole game. Yeah, for the whole game. But there was there was – Points in the first half where they could have scored more and had touchdowns instead of selling for field goals. Yeah. Case in point, they uh, they had that beautiful deep ball down the middle of the field to Mike Evans. They didn't yep. score on that drive.
1: Because Winston holding the ball for, I don't know, God knows yeah. why. Yeah, it was,
0: again, poor execution, poor play design. Uh, there was some, you know, there was obviously some guys getting beat up front on the offensive line at times. Jameis got hit. But still, like – you can't be put in that situation you got to find a way uh to get it downfield and into the end zone um so those were you know those are some things that they had to clean up you know i believe they had they scored on all six possessions in the in the first half three three field goals three touchdowns but like it could have been better obviously you had the two missed extra points you know, that goes into special teams and that was a mess but Negatives, I mean, you, you pretty much hit it on, on the head in the second half. For whatever reason, they just they got away from the game plan. I mean, they came out to start the second half in their first drive. They hit O.J. Howard over the middle for a beautiful completion. And then all of a sudden, they went away from that. I'm like, why are you, why are you going away from that? That's a guy that should be running across the field, coming across the middle, um, you know, continuing to run his seam routes where he can't be covered. Um, same thing with Mike Evans. Like, why are you not using these guys? Why are you not using Brashad Perriman on drag routes and getting him open in space and let Jameis just throw it to a spot? Like, it's just simple stuff like that. And where was... Where was Scotty Miller? I mean, I know it was his first game up, but you could have used a guy like that on maybe some type of reverse, some type of, you know, change pace. They did a reverse in the first half. and like where Two, are the,
1: two plays in a row, where the, yeah, the same formation. Yeah,
0: where the hell did that go?
1: And the like, creativity went out the shithole. Yeah, That's what happened. Yeah,
0: and then, like, the screen game was beautiful in the first half. We didn't use that at all in the second half. Like, you know, the screen to Rojo was a thing of beauty. We had yeah. Marpet and Jensen running, you know, hauling ass down the field, and, and that was a beautiful play. Um, probably could have been a touchdown if XQ a little bit better, but we did score on that drive. So it's just like, where is that? Where where did it go? And like, a
1: lot I, of that has to go to coaching. Yeah, it's not just players. It's
0: definitely coaching. Um, you know, obviously. You know, there was some negatives with Jameis. I didn't like him holding the ball and taking sacks. You know, I would like to see him just throw the ball away if no one's open. But, again, that goes to play design. You know, why are guys not creating separation? Why are we having guys run down the field when you only need short yard completions, and etc. stuff like that? Um, but the big two negatives, the biggest two negatives, was in the fourth quarter, under seven minutes, there was two big negatives. Obviously... You get down inside the red zone. You're inside the the five yard line, and well, let's set this up. You yeah. just ran the ball six times in a row. Six times in a row. And your seventh play is it going to be a what? A run again. Yep. Which is ridiculous. I mean, you. Well, actually, it was probably like four or five. They were in the red zone, and then they run it. They run it on first and second down for whatever reason. I'm like, you're first and goal at the five. You might as well. Just play action that and throw it up to Mike Evans or OJ Howard, something Cameron Bright is Jameis's best friend in the red zone. Like that's gone away. I don't understand why. So it was just mind blowing. I mean, that third and two call, I mean, you had the the whole right side of the field wide open because you had trips left. All you had to do was a simple fake to the left, which would have worked. You had guys moving to the left in the run, have Jameis roll out. You could have had OJ, go to the corner or go to the flat. Jameis probably could have ran it in him damn self. I mean, it just makes no sense.
1: Yeah, and then Alec Ogletree, their best middle linebacker, gone. He was out for the game. After that supposed oh, it was it must have been a fumble and he's trying to run it all the way back and Jabril Peppers <laughs> pushes him in the back. <laughs> probably tears his hammy. Yeah. But I I couldn't believe it. They didn't utilize anything. Right. It was just Oh, let's play not to lose. It's like stupid, you said. Stupid. It was there was no leaving no doubt. There was no blitz all night. There was no yeah. oh we play to win the game. There right. was none of that shit. Yeah. Especially on that. Third and two, you run it for the seventh straight time. And then Arian says, Oh, I called that one. It was a it was a pass run option or run pass option. Mm-hmm. And if Winston holds that himself and runs it, he probably has a walk in yeah, touchdown, I like you just said. I don't get it. That was stupid. Mm-hmm. My biggest stupid one, which I was livid during the game, was 335, 340 left in the game. Yeah. Third and three. Right. And we had just been running the ball a million times in a row. A third and three, an option where a run is a viable option. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could think, okay, they're going to run again for three yards. Right. You have no running back in the backfield. Yeah. You're just split them all wide. Yeah. And then Winston looks around and goes, oh, Brate, come over here. Mm -hmm. Get farther away from the first down line. Get right next to me, right here. And then he sees, okay, everyone's in man, okay. Mm -hmm. At least he can see that. Right. Hikes the ball. I'm assuming they're trying to do a pick play to get Brate the ball. But what the hell are you doing giving Brate the ball? An unathletic dude, he he can catch the ball, yes. He can run straight pretty good, yes. Mm -hmm. Can't make any damn people miss. Right. Everyone knew there was going to the ball there. Yeah. And then it was a first read go. That was it. Mm-hmm. Stupid ass play call. Yeah, yeah. Give at least an illusion you could you could run the ball. Right. Yeah. And I mean, then and then do something out of that. A play action out of that. Get them thinking something. You didn't think shit. You you told them this is what we're going to do, guys. Stop it. Dumb. Yeah. That's coaching. All on coaching to me. Um, I don't know where the heads are. The second half. Yes, I agree with you. The the Winston holding the ball too long on many occasions. I think at least two or three of their sacks were just him holding the ball, where he had plenty of time where he could have thrown the ball away. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm thinking positives. No, I need to think more negative. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, the the fact that O.J. and Perryman weren't even used in the second half. Right. Even Jesse on Twitter, Jesse23, at superstar2358, he even asked us, he goes, did Perryman play? He was like, I was just wondering, was mm-hmm. he active for that game?
0: Yeah.
1: He had, I think, one or two catches. But then after that, you didn't even know he was on the field. He, there were, he was blocking well, too. Right. We have good blockers. I'm not going to mention the positives yet. That second half was just a wash.
0: Yeah. Bad was...
1: coaching, bad play execution, bad everything. Mm-hmm. But No, there was good. But it you, you you deserve this type of shit talking when you blow a game that you should have easily won.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was just bad. I mean, and like that play you said to Cameron Brait. I mean, I could I could see where okay, Cameron Brait's going to be the illusion here. He's going to be the decoy. Yeah. You pump fake it to Cam Brait, and then you go back to the other side of the field and get an easy first down, something like that. But yeah, I just don't understand that. Like if if that's going to be your option, you got to have the guy that was moving the chains for you, and that was Rojo at least in yeah. the game play action it to Rojo, yeah. have Rojo roll out to the flat, and then you can toss it to him, and maybe he makes a guy miss because he's known to do that, or maybe break a tackle, or And the same
1: applies to your play on third and two on the goal line. Right.
0: He got you there. Right. Barber didn't get you there at Why all. Why is Barber in the game? A guy that's not a pass catcher either. Right. It makes no sense. Like, that was just a stupid call. <laughs> like... And then you're your third and 2 at the goal line at the 5-yard line. Why the fuck are you not going for it on 4th and 2? Like, pin them yeah, pin them back. Pin them back, make them waste fucking time, and then if you if you, if they tire out or make a mistake, which is likely, <laughs> the Bucs get the ball back and we could probably run out the clock. Like it's just it's mind-blowing. Hello. Yeah. They fly. Hello. Anybody home? Because nobody was home yesterday in the second half. It's like people went to the airport and already going to LA. Like, what is this shit?
1: Hello, Billy.
0: That's probably what they were thinking.
1: God. And then that also plays if you get that first down on that uh, camera break play. Yeah. You can run out the clock. At least yeah. get it down to a minute.
0: Yeah. But exactly.
1: Uh, yeah, that's my wife saying, what the buck, or uh, I don't know what he was She, he she was said, saying. run out the clock. Run run out the clock, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, there's just way too many negatives to kind of
0: point out in yeah. that second half. Yeah.
1: I. I Anything else? Any other
0: added points? Well, for the offense, no. I mean, it just hurts too much to, to continue. Yeah, we,
1: we already mentioned enough of the... I mean, if, we, if you get that third and three, I mean, if you mean, out to, clock,
0: pretty much. If I have to say a, a couple more negatives, I mean, the offense Laid line out. the offense line could, could be a little bit better as far as –
1: I'm not going to say that's a negative because they, they, they did a good job. They
0: did do a good job. Yeah, that's true. The run,
1: running the ball. That's a positive. That is a positive. That's later in the show.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> a
1: major positive. They're run blocking. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's run blocking. Yeah. Um, but that's later. Let's go on to the defense. Defense, yeah. You yeah. want to start this one? Defensively, I have one player I have in mind that I'm going to mention, but go ahead. I know who you're
0: going to talk about, too. Um, yeah, defensively, mentioned him. Yeah, I mean, defensively, it was. I mean, Bruce Arian said that front seven played pretty well, back four had their worst game of their lives. I mean, it was just bad. Um, too many mis- miscommunications, uh, guys in the wrong spots, guys lined up improperly, um, you know, guys. You know, just moving to the wrong areas where they needed to be back. Instead, they move forward. Uh, dropped interceptions. Oh uh, God! <laughs> um, yeah, it was just bad. Just bad overall, um, as far as the secondary goes, and too many big plays allowed because of it. Um, there was leverage issues, guys not getting to the right depth of their of their coverage. That goes from the linebackers to the secondary, I would say. Um, but yeah, um, you know the good the. Oh, well, no, I don't, I don't even want to say good. Don't say good at all yet. <laughs> I know. It was just, yeah, I mean, that's another thing. Like, the coaching on the defense, I didn't understand it at all either. Like, you were blitzing all in the first half, and that went away in the second half, which I didn't understand. Um, why were you not being aggressive on Daniel Jones when you knew they were throwing it every down? Um, they were abandoning yeah. the run, obviously. There should have been more pressure on Daniel Jones. Um, and, obviously, we, we did get that, you know, with, with Shaq and stuff, but... There should have been more um, aggressive play calling. Uh, I mean, the biggest negative going to that fourth and five where they, they score the touchdown on the, on the QB scramble at the gut. Like y- You either got to play some type of matchup zone there, have somebody in the middle. I don't know why you're stunting there. Your, your two guys in the middle, middle were pushing up the pocket pretty well. Just have them push the pocket so Daniel Jones has to either go outside and then you have him on the run and then you can collapse towards him. You know, do something like that. But, yeah, I just – I didn't get the play calling either on that side of the ball. They were playing afraid as well. Uh, But, yeah, the big key was just too many big plays and and not getting enough stops on third down either. Uh, Too many third downs allowed.
1: Okay, so, yeah, their third down was 6 of 13, so better than 50% on third down. So, yeah, yeah. Jesus. The thing is, to me, Mike Edwards played like a rookie. They did. Hands down. And they – I think that's something the Giants saw in the first half. Took advantage. He had, you said, he dropped a pick. He probably could have had a pick six, another missed opportunity. I think we scored on that. Hit him in his hands, hits him in the face, and it drops. Either way, it just, more momentum, right? That's all the Giants had, right? Right, right, exactly. So, he played terrible in that second half. Mm -hmm. Just terrible. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, first play of the game, that was a missed tackle by him. Yeah, missed tackle that Engram got a touchdown. Right. That, That was on him. Yep.
1: Um. To be honest, Daniel Jones, his first rushing touchdown, Jordan Whitehead crashes in way too hard. Right. He just goes all the way around and walks yeah. in. Yep. That that one touchdown right up the gut that got them the win, Yeah, both Jordan Whitehead and Mike Edwards go running right after to double. Yeah. Two guys. They're already manned up. Why the hell are they doubling two guys? They have no one besides Ingram that they could have
0: doubled. Right. No one. I don't understand that either. I did
1: not know what the shit that was they going They should have had one of those safeties. Edwards was a short safety. He was the one more in the box.
0: He should have so stayed there. He yeah. should
1: have stayed there, but I don't know what the hell he was doing. Yeah, that was stupid. Then you had MJ Stewart running to a man when there, there's a whole wide – whenever there's a person that's wide open, yeah. that just pisses me the hell off. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you didn't know what the hell you had to do, and you – that's why there's someone there saying, "Oh, thank you."
0: Yeah.
1: So that that may have been MJ Stewart. There may have been a safety needs to be in that hole. I don't. Right. I don't know. We don't know. There's no way to know the exact call. Yeah. But still, there's there's someone needs to be there. Mike Edwards had a lot of misses. A lot of the one interception miss. Okay, I can I can give that to you. But even the the between Hargraves and and Mike Edwards that one touchdown to mm-hmm. uh, Sterling Shepard. Yeah. If you're on them, if you're helping out.
0: Yeah. You need to block that. Knock
1: that down. Yeah. Or the big, uh, deep pass of him on the run where Nassib's chasing down Daniel Jones.
0: Right.
1: And he just lofts his ball deep to mm-hmm. the end zone,
0: Yeah.
1: And he gets stopped at the two-yard line because Hargraves made the tackle. Where's the safety help?
0: Yeah. He's he didn't to, make the tackle. That's to, your last
1: line of defense. You've got to be there. Yeah. He's supposed he to He tried back. to jump a route, and look what happened. Yeah. I, it's, it's just dumb. like yeah. he, played, he played truly like a rookie. Yeah. He's going to have games like that because he is a rookie, but he better get the books, yeah. get the damn iPad, learn really quick because 10-28 and now we lose 32-31. Yeah. Um, can't talk bad about the line Linebackers I can't talk bad about. Mm-hmm. Maybe just Kevin Minter needs to get in there a little better with blitzing. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he was trying hard.
1: Yeah. Quarterbacks, I Cornerbacks, mean, they, they did all right. I guess people were getting mad at – I guess Hargrave's being too slow or Davis <laughs> getting beat deep. This is the type of defense we're running. It's aggressive. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to get in there and the safety's got to help you over the top. There wasn't much help. Yeah. So There was no help. Um any other bad on the defense?
0: No, I just I would have liked to have seen them stay aggressive. I, I again, it goes back to coaching with Todd Bowles. I for whatever reason they were blitzing very heavy in the first half, and then the second half it just didn't seem like they were bringing the pressure like like they were supposed to. They're playing off coverage too, um, which I didn't like. Carlton was was off on his man a lot, which I don't understand. I would have liked to see him be aggressive and get handsy. I don't care if he gets a flag, you know, might as well just get in there and, and make something happen. Um there's a couple of times where he was hesitant like you, you you said it I mean why is he not jumping these routes um you know so I'd like to see him do that more but yeah that I mean the fourth and five play that was just mind-blowing the the way they covered it up I mean if Mike Edwards was the, the guy in the box as the safety he needs to stay in the middle and at least cover that middle ground or cover the first down marker um, so he can pick up Daniel Jones uh I just I didn't understand the stunt call I know Vita's moving inside trying to to free up Sue Sue gets held up and uh, yeah, I just there was just way too much space for Daniel Jones. I think so,
1: someone had a missed assignment. Mike Edwards or had have
0: to be in the middle of the field. Obviously,
1: if there's two guys that go that far to the end zone to to the the sideline, there's no way the middle deep safety is going to be able to cover that. Right. So it was on what the five yard line. If it that it
0: was fourth and five. I think it was from the ten actually. Because whatever. But yeah. so either way. Yeah.
1: What are you covering? You're right. not going to get there anywhere near as time the cornerback is there.
0: Right. That's just dumb. Yeah. I mean, someone put up a photo of it today. Like, the, the space that Daniel Jones had was just. Was, oh, you know, I've it, seen it in video oh, and paused
1: yeah. and seen it all over. Yeah. I'll put it up later. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else updated their iPhone to the iOS 13. Mm-hmm. This stupid thing sucks <laughs> at editing <laughs> video. It just is bad. I, I They ruined it with that. 13.1 better come out quick. Just saying. But back to the Bucks football.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, that's my negatives for the defense. I guess we'll we'll go to the special teams negatives.
1: Yeah, spe- okay. Yeah. Special,
0: special teams. Te- special teams negatives was just all of the above. Everywhere. Return game was bad. Don't uh, even
1: mention gay yet.
0: Yeah, I mean, I won't get there yet. Return game was bad on both sides, kickoff and punt return. Um, well, actually, kickoff, they didn't really have any opportunities. But punt return was terrible. Um, and we had opportunities to return the ball, but we didn't. And then the punter wasn't good either. Like the the net punt average has been really bad, 35 yards uh, punt net punt net average, which is terrible. So coverage has to be better. Punting has to be better. Um, kickoffs have, have been good. But – and then Matt Gay obviously missing two extra points, which you just can't do. Um, I mean, you missed the first one terribly. And then the second one got blocked. And then, you know, missing a potential game winner, obviously that hurts because, you know, we could be talking a whole different story right now. But, I mean, it just makes no sense. I mean, the guy going into that kick made four straight field goals, including extra points, um, and for whatever reason just didn't hit it right on that last one, and he pushes it. So, yeah, just a whole lot of bad from the special teams, and uh, you just can't have that.
1: All right, so I'll reinforce what you said. I completely agree with all of it. As we usually do agree. It's funny when we don't. But to agree with it, Bradley Pinion, I mean, he does look like a monster on the field, but you said it right. Do you remember how many times we used to pin people back inside the five?
0: Yeah, have done it. would be
1: always. You'd see the Ryan Smith, uh, what was it, the Moonwalker or a smooth criminal, whatever the hell it was, yeah. or the Michael Jackson move. Yeah. Um, just always getting people right there. We didn't do shit of that. There was one inside the 20. It was probably at the nineteen. Like, I didn't see anything pinned back, nothing to get a rookie QB, QB puzzled and thinking, holy crap, I could get a safety. And there was none of that. There's no playing the field position. We couldn't do it. Right. I don't know. That's a huge issue. That's a whole part of the three phases that you do not have right there. Um, returning it ourselves, Bobo had five opportunities. He had one that was eight yards that was his long. Yeah. Other than that, a 1.8-yard average. It's terrible. And then, yeah, Arians was out saying today, oh, our Gunners didn't block well. Mm-hmm. Well, there also times he had opportunities to run and he didn't do shit. Yeah. He ran,
0: he ran into guys. Did a little
1: shake and then fell. Yeah. I mean, that, that's an area where we already said at the beginning of the season was that we didn't have shit. Because mm-hmm. Bobo maybe had something. Scotty Miller hasn't proven anything because he hasn't been healthy. Right. And then we just didn't have a proven guy. Humphreys was our only guy. Mm-hmm. Here you go. <laughs> and then Matt Gay. Yeah. If he makes two extra points, if he makes one extra point, it's tied. We're probably going to overtime. We probably win. Mm-hmm. I would likely say that because we're the better team and we're better overall. Just right mismatches all over the field, pinpoint four or five from field goals, but one of three for extra points. How the hell do you make a fifty-two yarder make make it look easy?
0: Yeah.
1: And then you miss extra points. I just
0: yeah.
1: Makes nice. it. I mean, yeah. He probably got nervous. He should, to be honest, he probably should have made the, the kick.
0: Yeah, should have made it. But it's, to be, it's his job.
1: It is his job. At the end of the day, it shouldn't have even been. It shouldn't have come to that.
0: No, it goes back to what we said about the offense negatives. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, score in the red zone. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Well, fuck, Like you said, fuck field goals. You gotta score touchdowns.
1: True. Well, I mean, guys, you, you get mad, but some of these people that are literally. Ridiculing these guys like, yeah, I know. kill yourself. Blah blah. blah. What? Come uh, on.
0: I know death threats today on Twitter for for Matt Gay is just ridiculous.
1: Come on, guys. Like, yeah. Yes, I I got mad at him too. I'm like, this is total. This is the ex- expected.
0: Yeah, but, but we got to remember these guys are human. Yeah, and it, it, it happens. I mean, Vin, Adam Vinatieri was missing field goals left and right, you know, until yesterday, and he he made kicks. But well, he's
1: also like 50 years
0: old. I know. I know. 46. But. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I get. It. But the main thing is uh, the biggest point is twenty-eight to ten leads. Those can't result in losses, and that that's the that's the main story right here. I mean, that's that's the story of the game. You know, you probably should win that game forty-eight to twenty-five or whatever.
1: All right, well, negatives out of the way, guys. I hope we hit all of them that you guys thought about. Mm-hmm or didn't even think about, and we brought to fruition some thoughts just to get you thinking about what we do need to fix. Let's move on to some positives. And the first positive i like to mention is, on the Bucks' offense, they helped me win DraftKings this week. <laughs> I had Jameis Winston, Mike Evans, and O.J. Howard. And they did it for me. Money, money,
0: money. And they
1: got me the money, yeah. Money. <laughs> well, I mean, Jameis, Evans, that connection in the first half – was flawless um evans he had some speed like jenkins looks slow when evans was going full speed like
0: it shows he please for the love of god give him the ball in the red zone
1: it's not give him or oj
0: it's not
1: it's just laugh at the other team knowing that you're always going to go to one of those two it's not like it's one option
0: right
1: hell put both of them on one side and then have one slant across and one just fucking post up exactly or just put them both on opposite sides. You could do so much mm-hmm. and you don't utilize them. Right. Evans and Howard should be utilized left and right. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. I You saw what OJ could do. He only had 4 targets. Yeah. He had 3 catches for 66 yards. That's ridiculous. Or 22 average. That's Evans had 23 average. That's ridiculous. 8 catches, 190 yards, 3 touchdowns.
0: Ridiculous.
1: The deep ball is there. It's going to be there all year. You just got to be able to Use the guys that you have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Utilize. Use. Yeah. Okay. Um
0: I mean the one play before Mike Evans' first touchdown, I mean that was that was a good throw to OJ. You know, you might have wanna see him like just lob it up a little bit more so OJ can just jump up and get it. But that's a perfect call. Yeah. Like that's the right read, that's the right matchup. You have him on Jarbel uh, was it Preppers, I believe.
1: Yeah, I told him. Yeah.
0: So That was, you know, that's the right call. That's the right mismatch. But I would just like to see that in the red zone. Like, you can do the same play in the red zone and just toss it up to him, and he's going to come down with it. Like, that's a play you got to do. But trying to be positive here. Um, Positives. Yeah, Positives. I'll let you continue with the positives. Positives
1: are run blocking is really good right now. I agree. Something that we've never seen in a tip bay uniform for, like, 10 years. Um all of them, Jensen and Marpe get in front. I mean, that was the screen, but still, they, that double and go works. Right. It truly, and not to mention, not just the O-line. O line. OJ Howard and Chris Godwin are nasty blockers. They were, every time they went towards that side, it always worked. Mm. It always worked. D- did they use it on third and two in the goal line? No, they didn't use it. They just kind of pushed it in the middle. And they didn't have their thoroughbred run the ball. That's another positive. Ronald Jones is. Looking like the real deal when he gets opportunities. Right. Dirk Cutter. I mean, uh, Bruce Arians. <laughs> or oh, not even him. Byron Leftwich. Right. But leave him in the game.
0: Yeah, let him play.
1: Let, let him go. People are hooting and hollering. Peyton Barber needs to be the second fiddle. I kind of agree. Yeah. Use the hot hand. He's been the hot hand. Don't, don't go away from him next week.
0: Yeah. And don't take him out of passing situations.
1: Don't. I yeah. mean, his one catch went for 41 damn yards. I know. And then did you see the run before the half? where they're like, "Oh, let's see if we can even get an opportunity." Right. He gets the ball uh Donovan Smith and more down block like insane animals and he goes for like 25 damn yards.
0: Yeah. Gets him into the field goal range. It,
1: and then you don't see any of that in the second half, but right. we're in the positives. Okay, we're in the positives. Winston first half looked good. Looked good. Even his deep ball looked amazing.
0: I thought Winston played pretty good game throughout the game and and that was impressive. one bad decision. One bad decision. Yeah. Um
1: And it was pretty bad
0: though. Yeah. But I thought he played really well, and you're right. I I thought he played fantastic in the first half, and you know that was obviously a positive. And for whatever reason, they went away from what worked. But yeah, I agree with those positives. I think run blocking was good. I thought pass protection for the most part was good. Um, you but know, then
1: they play like us, so there's going to be pressure. There's going to be men that are one on one, right? And you have to make a good throw to to get that man the ball, right? So you're going to get hit in that type of defense. Mm-hmm. And he made good throws in the first half. Right. They just didn't let him make those throws in the second.
0: Yeah, which was beyond me. Um,
1: Let's just call it BB. Yeah, pitch ball.
0: BB. <laughs> but, yeah, run game was good. I think I think Rojo's got to be your RB1 going forward. It's just it's so hard not to put him in there. Um, you can just see the difference when he runs. I know Peyton had some really good tough runs where he's getting yards. It's like, oh, he stopped for two and then ends up being eight-yard gain. But – you know, Rojo just has that burst and quickness, the, the ability to get through the line. Um, and he has really, he's getting so close to really getting those longer runs. Um, you know, he had him yesterday. And, you know, he had one where he just kind of tripped when he was trying to juke the guy yeah. out. But, I mean, you, you got to keep him in there. I think he's, and even Dare, I think, needs more playing time if you're going to use a passing, you know, type catching back. Um, so, yeah, all of those... All those were good things, um, you know. I don't think I have anything else. I
1: mean, yeah, I mentioned Chris Godwin with with the blocking. Right, he's an amazing blocker. I have to admit it, but he just didn't get utilized this game either. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, because I Evans don't understand. Yeah, I don't Howard understand that either. Targets, but still, yeah, you could have I done the same exact play that you did with Mike Evans getting the touchdown with the Larry Fitzgerald move to Chris Godwin to Chris Godwin. Right, but. It's like you didn't try to, you didn't change anything. You mm. just, you went conservative, and if it didn't work, let's just go back to Mike Evans. You can't just keep going back to Mike Evans, especially short. Let mm. him use his height. Yeah, use him short on a goal line, put opportunity. Right. What the hell are you doing? These stupid screens. I, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> like some some of the play calls second half are just. Yeah. Trash, but we're on the positive.
0: <laughs> Let's move on to the defense. Defense, yeah, I think it's easy. You got to start with Shaq Barrett. Um, Take it up, Shaq. Shaq was just amazing once again. Four sacks. He's already got eight sacks through three games. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say he's going to get double digits this year. Um, I mean, he's going to get paid. <laughs> lots of yeah. lots of money coming yeah. his way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can see, you know, what a, a what a difference having Vita Vea and Ndamukong Sue in there does for guys on the outside. You know, Carl Nassib just completely abused a tight end. (laughs) And then you had Shaq Barrett who ended up getting the sack. I don't know, was that the, I think that was one of the force force fumble plays? No. No, just a sack? Okay. But, yeah, I mean, Shaq Barrett was outstanding. Um, I thought our linebacker play was great. I mean, we took out Saquon Barkley out of the game. I mean, (laughs) they pretty much shut down the run and maybe that was a bad idea maybe that changed the game plan for the Giants and maybe that would have changed things but again you still have to stop you know the pass and you got to stop Daniel Jones but uh yeah I mean they were hitting hard tackling I thought was good for the most part except the one you know 75 yard touchdown play Mm -hmm. but uh yeah a lot of good things especially up front you know it was good to see but that was pretty much it. Back the back four was just it just wasn't good.
1: Yeah. So what's funny is, Shaq Barrett not only led us in sacks with four, he led us in tackles with six. That's. Ugh. Your def- pass rushing outside linebacker led you in tackles. Well,
0: that's not good.
1: That's it's not good at all. <laughs> four of them. Four of the tackles were sacks. Yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. The front four, Nassib, Barrett, and then Sue and Vitavilla are nasty. Mm-hmm. They're going to be nasty for a while. People were like, oh, we needed a, a second fiddle. The, only, the reason why Barrett's doing so well is because, like, we've been saying all all offseason mm-hmm. and the first three games. Yeah, we
0: said it during the game. I'm like, Vita Vea and Sue
1: are clogging so much of the, or just yeah. taking so much attention. Mm-hmm. If you're like, oh, Sue's not doing shit, he's taking up space because they don't want to die right. having a Vita Vea or Dominic and Sue sit on them. Yeah. They will, if you double Barrett, whoever's quarterback is going to die. Mm hmm. Not die, but they're going to get hurt. Yeah, Barrett's going to hit you. He's going to maybe cause a forced fumble. A Vita Vea slamming you into the ground. That's going to break your back. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's going to be a lot more detrimental to your season right. than Barrett strip sacking or just getting you down by the side. Yeah,
0: and it'd be on top of you more faster too.
1: Yeah, it's right up the gut. Yeah. So you have to stop interior rush before you worry about outside pressure. Mm-hmm. It's just it's – you teach everything because that's – what is it the fastest route between a and b is what is it i don't know. i forgot what the it's hell it is It's just
0: right there it's right up the it's, gut yeah
1: uh, it's it's geometry
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but still like you're gonna stop the two in the middle and then we blitz a lot in the middle yeah so the outside guys can eat and obviously Barrett is just faster than nasib so he's gonna get there first nasib pushed a lot over to Barrett as well so mm-hmm. people thinking that there's no other option Nassib's doing pretty well. Yeah. He's getting in there a lot. Just,
0: yeah.
1: He'll he'll get his numbers once they realize holy crap, Barrett's pretty good, which should be soon now. Right. They'll start running right into Nassip. Yeah. Or they'll start running walking right into
0: Bear and Sue. Personally, I don't think they're gonna double Barrett. I think he's gonna continue. I, don't think will either. I think he's gonna continue to get single matchups just because of the big guys in the middle, like you said. I think, you know, Anthony Nelson as as a guy on the outside as well, continues to show things and, and get better. So Yeah, I don't see them doubling uh, Barrett at all. So he could continue to have three and four sack games, (laughs) you know, as we go along here. Um, He's on pace for, I think, 32 sacks um, this year. So maybe more. But But (laughs) but I'm just saying he's going to have his single single one on ones. Obviously, he might face better left tackles coming up, you know, throughout the season. But he's going to have his opportunities and he's going to be able to make plays.
1: Yeah, I. But then I also want to say, obviously, Sue and Vita just that front four mm-hmm. slash front seven, all playing very well because of those two big nasties in the middle making the job easier. Right. Levante it- David had so many easy alleys to, to stop the run. Same thing with the safeties coming up in the box. Mm-hmm. Just easy just routes to get to the ball carrier. Yeah. That's why we're stopping the run so well. And we said it, I'll say it again, for so long. It goes through Vita Vea and Sue. Yep. If one of those get hurt, our defense is going to be lacking.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And obviously, for giving up 32 points, 22 of them at half. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if they didn't. They weren't there. Yeah. (laughs) But we're talking positives.
0: Yeah, I mean the positives is, I mean you look at this defense. Obviously, no one's going to run the football on us. I think that's a given. As long as those guys are healthy up front in the front seven we're going to be able to stop the run so the main thing is can this back four secondary you know come back from probably their worst outing of the year hopefully that is the worst outing of the year hopefully they can make their corrections and they can be better and and play like they've have shown um at least those first two weeks and and maybe even improve even more obviously you want to see improvements so I just want to see that aggressive game plan continue throughout the whole game. That's where this defense is at their best. Um, You got to, you got to speed up the passer because again, we do have a young secondary back there and you can't have them try to cover for six to seven seconds at a time. We got to be sure we're getting pressure on Daniel Jones, et cetera. Now, Daniel, like you said, was making great passes and he was making moves and, and getting the ball out um, pretty quick. Uh, because of missed assignments so if we can stop that i think we'll be okay
1: yeah i think this will be mike edward's worst game of the season mm-hmm. he will learn from it he's a smart guy he's a very just aware guy so i don't right. understand i think he was just trying to make plays where he shouldn't have been making right trying to be like the superstar like or not super superman that people say that winston tries to do trying mm-hmm. to do too much yeah trying to make that big splash just do your assignment, mm-hmm. dude. Like. Yeah, we had this game stop trying to be something bigger than you are right this goes Aristotle again the whole is greater than the sum of its parts yep you're one part of loving guys on defense just play your role and we do good we win games yep. and that's what the front seven's doing back four step up um but moving on to the special teams positives I'm just gonna mention Matt Gay can hit a 52 yarder and he can make it look easy yeah he can hit four in a row.
0: I mean, he bounced back well after those missed yeah. extra points. That was the positive.
1: And he's supposedly he's going to be our kicker and the, for everyone to shut up because yeah. he's the guy. Yeah. So you know he's still there. That's a positive. We're mm. not going to be looking for someone else. Right. Just make your extra points. Yep. And then well, I can live. I can live with missing a thirty-something yarder from time to time. Yep. If it's a game winner, no. Right. But still, he. He has everything. He just needs to put it together. He's still a rookie, guys. Mm-hmm. Would you be mad at your? Would you were you mad at Winston when he threw five interceptions in one game? <laughs> were you going to cut him immediately? He's he's. Why are we so quick to cut a rookie kicker, even though he's showing a lot of potential mm-hmm. and he can do a lot of things? Right. I.
0: Yeah.
1: I know here in Tampa we just hate kickers because <laughs> we can't have one. The Matt Matt Bryant curse, I guess. Yeah. I mean. Give him a chance. Mm-hmm. He, he blew a big kick, but it shouldn't even come down to that.
0: Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, I agree with that, and that's that's pretty much it for the positives. In special uh, teams, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Positives for coaching, I don't really have any. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> but, that
1: should be part of the negatives. Yeah. Or, man, positive, no. They did well in the first half, second half. Big bag of shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, um Yeah, that's it. Uh, Do we want to go into next topics, uh, questions? Yeah, let's
1: go into questions really quick. All right. So questions of the day. Oh, also the poll, Monty Kiffin ended up winning. By a slim margin of 350 votes, Monty Kiffin won 38%, right above Simeon Rice. (laughs) Well, rightfully so. All right, so this is from Buck one He said, how are the Bucks going to kick us in the nuts this week?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh that's a good question. I don't you know to be honest I'm I'm with Mark I think we talked about this before the podcast. I I think the Bucs come back and win this game somehow against the Rams. You know, it's just it's it's strange how the season has went, but I think this coaching staff is still figuring out this team. I think the team is still figuring out, you know, how how to play this system the best and what they need to do as far as assignments. And I just I just have a funny feeling that team's going to find a way to come back and um, put everything together and hopefully they can start putting everything together for 60 minutes consistently and we can start winning games like we're capable of and and get this thing rolling. So I don't know. I mean, if if I had to say something that they'll kick us in the nuts, it'll probably be our secondary once again, because the passing game of the Rams is pretty proficient or prolific. And, um, you know, it could be a blowout, but it it could also be a a very good bucks win. (laughs) So,
1: but it's usually shorter routes based off of the run yeah play exactly, action exactly so that's what we are best at mm-hmm. but how are we going to kick us in the nuts i would say mr consistently inconsistent Jameis winston right yeah he's had two games of fairly good play mm-hmm. let's see if he resorts back to shit show or if he keeps playing well right. which is not turning the ball over and getting us in position to win games yeah we got us in position to win this game right right you were just probably about to say that yeah (laughs) but i mean let's see if he's trying to push it force the issue he thinks that we he has to do too much to win a game be that superman like i was saying earlier or if he just plays his role and does what the coaches tell him which is shit the show on in the second half of the giants game so a lot of it's going on to coaching but still like this team can win every week. We said it last year. We're gonna say it this year, but it's even better this year. Right. And we've already every game we've led at halftime. Yeah. Oh, and that's a positive. Think about that. That's
0: one positive we didn't talk about was uh penalties. There was All I right. don't think there was many this week, which was a positive. So, so that's good. <laughs> it's one step forward. <laughs> yeah.
1: But and it's also funny, we've led every game at halftime. Right. Yet we're one and two. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's move on to no risk it, no biscuit. So far it seems like all bark no bite. <laughs> this is at A Cat's Man eighty three.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, I agree with them, and It's like you you say no risk it, no biscuit all the time, but just not showing it. Like, especially the last two games. Why are you taking your foot off the pedal? You need to be aggressive and you gotta figure out the red zone guys because can't be settling for field goals, especially when you have guys like Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, OJ Howard, Cam Brate. You got to put up touchdowns. I'm sorry. And you can say all you want. Oh, we need to run the ball better and first and five or whatever inside the goal line. No teams that score in the red zone. You know what they do? They throw the freaking ball and they get it in the end zone easily. They set up plays where guys are running wide ass open. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to do.
1: Yeah. There wasn't much setups. It was conservative football. Yeah. A lot of it, I'm gonna. I'm pointing at coaching early on. Let's see if it really is, because that's all you can co- point at right now. Yeah. How how do you just totally change into a different team in the second half? Yeah, mentality. But you're being told to do things. Right. Uh, let's go on to the next. I agree with you. No biscuit, no biscuit. It's more mm-hmm. all bark, no bite right now. Yep. Oh, if you're going to call the only thing that was no risk and no biscuit, going for on fourth down in the first quarter. Right. right. First try, Ooh. Yeah. Hey, no risk and no biscuit. <laughs> That's stupid. Um, Tommy, all hands galley, he said Shaq Barrett, Shaq Barrett, Shaq Barrett, Shaq Barrett four times for the four sacks. Mm-hmm. With all that, he's going to start getting doubled, so I'm excited to see which other player gets a sack.
0: Yeah, I mean, we spoke about it. I don't think he's going to get doubled, uh, to be honest, Tommy. Um, so I think the sacks will just continue. Now, if he does get double, I think Carl Nassip will, will eat. And I think, you know, you'll have guys like Vita Vea and, and et cetera will get sacks. But I just don't see him doubling Shaq Barrett for the time being just because you gotta you got to guard those guys in the middle, like we said.
1: 100% agree. And mm. then Africa, the the rebel – Said Nassib, perhaps. Again, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I mean, Nassib is the only other guy that is on the outside that's getting singled, and he's there right there as much as Barrett is. Right. So I agree. Nassib could be benefiting if they even shade him with a running back. If you shade the running back over there, you leave a 6'7, 280, 290 guy, or probably 275, mm-hmm. against a tight end or a right tackle. Right. <laughs> Get the hell out of the way. <laughs> and then this is. Pat Disliker at Red Mike Bucks, he said, how many times have we seen this game script
0: unfold? Too many times, just too many times. It, it, it shouldn't happen, and unfortunately it has. And, um, you know, we just got to unfortunately live with it, and we have to move on to next week, and and, and hopefully this team can bounce back and start putting uh, wins together because you look at it, the schedule, they have a great opportunity. Um, you know, you got the Rams, and then you got two division games, you go two and one or three and zero oh in those games, you're right back in a great position going into the bye. So there's still a lot to play for. You know, it's only three games in. Um, you know, there's still plenty of opportunities, but you can't let these opportunities slip like you have. You know, throughout the first three weeks, so you got to take advantage.
1: Hmm. I th- I to just touch on this real quick. I saw this for like two seconds on mm-hmm. Twitter. Someone, this is at Tampa One, wrote, not a single positive from that game unless you count all the people who will not renew their season tickets as a result. And then at Eon Taraj wrote, what would you say if Gay hit the kick? Same thing. That's a good question. Yeah. That's a good, like, argument, I guess. But the thing is, he missed it. There was more Giants fans there than Buck fans, just as there was more 49ers fans mm-hmm. at the first game than there were Buck fans. Right. This is what you get for years and years and years of losing. Yeah, it's- And it's the team on the field that has to change it. And like I said in the beginning during my rant, there's no chance in hell you you are earned anything right. until you earn it yourself. Until you play and show you're a winner. To say you thought you were going to go to L.A. 2-1 and one is just straight-up dumb shit. Mm. You don't deserve anything. You let a rookie piece-of-crap T 2 team that has no one on it beat you. Yeah. <laughs> and then they got their best player hurt, their best middle linebacker hurt, probably their best player on defense hurt. And yet you still lose in terrible Buccaneer fashion. Yeah. You have to prove it to the NFL, to yourselves, most importantly to yourselves and your fan base. Mm. And I was debating going to the game. I said, no, I don't like I want them to actually put some wins together before I, I right. go to spend money on a team that obviously just does not know how to win.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it just and we talked about it before the podcast and that was, that's what was mind boggling to me. It's like. What are you guys and we had it in the intro, it's like what are you waiting for? You know? What are you waiting for to to do this? Why are you so afraid of winning? Like, what is the problem? You have the talent, you obviously believe you have the coaching staff. You know, this coach this veteran coaching staff is supposed to be an improvement. And so far it seems like they don't know what they're doing either and that just I mean it's just mind-boggling to me like yeah you yell at them in in the first half and and say all this shit okay you tell the team to be prepared for this and that and that and the offense and the defense special teams all have this mindset that the game is over and we're already two and one and going into LA you know first place or whatever like, it's like Mark said, like, what the fuck gives you the right to believe this, that you automatically have a win when you're only up 18 offenses in this league can automatically come back and and, and find a way to, to make plays and make it a game, which they did. I mean, they scored 15 points in like five minutes, which is ridiculous. So hmm. I, I just don't get it. I don't understand. I mean, and then you have guys today, like I think Peyton Barber said it. He's like. Yeah, when we play sixty minutes, uh, we're going to be a special team. Why are you not doing that in the first place? Why are you not having that mindset? What is what is the mental block going on between these guys? Yeah, I could understand maybe there's some bad habits that we have to get rid of, but why is that not being instilled from the coaches when they're talking about you know one team, one cause, all this all this mantra stuff that they've been preaching, and you can't even find a way to finish the game? Like it's just. It's mind blowing to me.
1: Well, I mean, some of that has to go to coaching because you called a bad game. Like no, it's
0: yeah, it's everyone involved. I'm putting blame yeah. on everyone involved. The players, coaching, everybody. It's just like, why is this taking place? Why are you not playing sixty minutes? It, it, it makes no sense to me.
1: It, it doesn't. And until they start winning, this mm-hmm. is what you're going to see: more right. fans of the other team in the stands, and right, a bunch more of upset pissed off buccaneer fans
0: and that doesn't upset me i can completely understand having more fans of the other team in the stadium because like you said we've been losing for so long i completely understand that i can understand you know buck season ticket holders wanting to sell their tickets and and get max profit so i i just don't get it but with that i think we're going to close it out um i guess we'll we're going to probably talk rams uh later in the week maybe
1: yeah well, there's no point to talking now it's yeah just too much anger right
0: <laughs> yeah but we're gonna study up the rams and uh we'll have a preview coming out uh later in the week hopefully uh but with that being said I, guys i hope you guys enjoy the episode thank you for the questions and as always go bucks and everyone have a great week